Hey guys, welcome back to the Alone Together podcast, where the loners aren't alone. I'm Layla. I'm Journey. And today we are going to be talking about situationships and toxic relationships in general. And um, we do want to give like tidbits of disclaimer, I guess, that we're not relationship experts and we're still working on these things ourselves so um, for real like we're not perfect but it's definitely no judgment going on it's just like you know <laughs> we've know. been through our situations and we're just sharing like what we've learned what we've seen i think i've seen some crazy predicaments so yeah i definitely like yeah it's just learning and lessons you've learned because truly i think that every relationship situationship is a learning experience for yourself, for that person. And I think we want to talk about situationships more so because, like, that's what we're going through at, at our stage in our life right mm -hmm. now. I feel like the most, like, yeah, at our age, a lot of people aren't looking for a relationship. So it turns into this situationship. situationship that's or just an entanglement. Crap. An entanglement, <laughs> as I like to say. But <laughs> for real, though. I feel like the biggest thing when we're talking about relationships and how we act in relationships is your parents' relationship. I feel like this has she so much to do with how we act in our relationships, our trauma, how we communicate in relationships. Um, growing up and seeing how your parents communicate, that's your first introduction into what a relationship should be like and how someone should treat you. So if your parents aren't the best communicators then you know it makes sense that obviously you would not be the best communicator growing up um and when you're in a relationship because you've never experienced that you know yeah i think i say this literally every day i think but it is truly like amazing at how much behavior we pick up from our parents and y'all don't even like realize it but like she said that's our first introduction to a relationship if we even or if the person even has that some people don't even have the benefit of seeing any type of relationship their parent is or a single mom. parent so it's like that's you know what they're growing up seeing and it reflects onto the child and mm -hmm. how we go about interacting and even if you know, one thing our parents do to us can manifest in a complete other way in ourselves. And it takes a lot for us to like dive deep and like really, you know, figure that stuff out. And I really think people need therapy for that, honestly. But yes, our parents are everything, how we act, relationships, you know, thank you. But um, yeah, she's right about that. Um. And then as far as what is a toxic relationship, how do you know if you're in a toxic relationship? Um, there's so many signs. I think some of the ones I saw when doing research is like anxiety, which is one I feel like I personally experienced this. Just like when you're around someone that you're in a situationship with and you feel anxious and you feel like your body feels bad like you just don't feel your best around them you just get anxiety and it's really stressful 
to be around them, that's a sign that that's a person you shouldn't be around. And that's not a good relationship that you should be in. Um, I think some more things are obviously physical abuse. We're going to leave some um, different resources below in the description box for anyone that's in an abusive relationship, um, different resources just to help out and help it's get real. out of this situation because it is real. I just saw um, a story of a woman in Hawaii. She was married to a man and she was on the internet warning people that he was abusive and she was scared for her life and she got a restraining order and divorced him but he murdered her and like she knew that this was Whoa. dangerous abusive relationships are so dangerous because um a lot of them do end in like murder <laughs> like whoa i was not expecting you to say that right now <laughs> like it, they'll take it whoa. there that's why i'm like you just never know <laughs> that's not funny it's not funny but it's just like really if someone can Someone that loves you can do that to you and abuse you. You'll never know it's just, what they're capable you, of. We all have the power to stop it, okay, period. And I know it's hard, y'all. It's really hard because that's going back to learned behaviors. Like maybe we've seen our parents go back into cycles or maybe we, you know, we're used to seeing that cycle happen around us with our friends. But really, I think toxic relationships are cycles. Like they're just yeah. repeated, like bad behavior over and over it's the same thing i think that it's going through a bad situation and then the recovery like you know the hormones and the that are associated with those like and the makeup and changes the makeup i think really yeah that stuff really traps people and <clears throat> that's a toxic toxic relationship in my opinion but i feel like there's always a point in people's mind when they be like you know what I shouldn't be in this anymore. Like, I'm tired mm -hmm. of this. And it's mm -hmm. in that moment that you have to find that power inside of you to walk away. Because if not, you are going to stay. And it's just going to be... The, cycle the minute you get back it. into the cycle is the minute it becomes a habit. But you have the power to break the habit, too. Let's... With that being said, let's talk about boundaries. Because mm. boundaries are so important in a relationship. And I feel this like is something I think I kind of struggle with. Uh, me too. I mean, so that's what I was going to say. So I struggled. I used to struggle a lot, like when I was younger, with setting my boundaries early or like just setting my boundaries in general and communicating, um, you know, what I expect out of it, communicating my feelings. And as I got older, I was able to do that better. But um, my problem was I feel like since I didn't set the boundary early on, and this situationship had progressed for so long, it got to the point where I'm trying to reset my boundaries and he wouldn't respect that. So that's when I had to walk away. But that's one thing I want to say, women and men, if you are with somebody and you want to set a new boundary or reset your boundaries and they don't respect that, then that's something you need to pay attention to because I feel like it's okay to reset your boundaries. We're constantly evolving, changing I'm not going to have the same boundaries I had when I was 16 years old. Like I'm growing up now, like it's going to be different. And if someone really loves you and respects you, they would respect your boundaries and respect you growing and changing and be okay. With you don't got to love me, but at least respect me. Respect. <laughs> Period. Respect. But with that, my response to everything you just said is, I think the biggest thing 
when it comes to boundaries is communication and people don't know how to communicate and i'm not like that's in general like people really struggle with that i really struggle with that like it is a struggle for me to tell someone like this this and this or ask like what is this this and this i you know it's just something i struggle with maybe i'm afraid of the response i'm gonna get or whatever it may be but like boundaries are so important because if not really are you honoring yourself in whatever type of relationship you're having or are you just trying to keep that person around and cater to that person and make them want to be with you or are you comfortable in yourself and set the boundaries and let them know like this is what it is this is what it isn't or whatever it may be and whatever their response is it is what it is and I feel like that's just a level of maturity that people just have to get to is being able to be like asking or set the boundary and accept whatever comes after that. Yeah. And I feel like communication is something that is also built with maturity. So especially for a lot of young people, it's really hard to communicate in relationships. And I feel like communicate as well as like, how were you taught as a child how to, effectively communicate your emotions personally i feel like i wasn't so i struggle with that and it's something i had to learn and fix but and when it's working when you're not able to communicate and you just jump into a relationship and you guys aren't actively communicating about your feelings and about just everything in general i feel like most of that relationship exists in your head and what happens when that relationship and all these feelings that you're holding inside exist in your head you get anxiety because you're like, I have all these things or I was mad at him about this three months ago and I never brought it up and I'm holding it all in my head. And now I have anxiety when I'm around you because I never express my emotions. And now I just feel a bunch of emotions at once. And I have no idea how to express everything that I feel. Yeah. The one thing of a relationship in general, but especially a well, toxic means so many things, I think, but toxic relationship situation is the things you need to work on in yourself. And I think that when you're with someone or start seeing how you act around a certain person when heavy emotions are involved, you really start to see, well, you start to see the effect of your parents on you and you start to see how you work with others and how you communicate and what your flaws are in it, not yeah. just the other person. Because in these relationships it's the two it's, it's two, two people. people it takes two to take what's, though yeah what's your what do you need to work on and what do i need to work on because it it takes two to tangle yeah. for real and one thing i will say is it's a commitment like it's really hard to figure out like why you're in a toxic relationship and have that self-aware moment when you're like okay first you realize you're in a toxic relationship if you have the strength to get away i feel like you're not able to realize why you're seeking this validation in this toxic relationship what that's feeding to yourself that you weren't getting before that you feel the need to put yourself through this unless you completely separate from this person do not have any communication at all and really take the time to think about like that relationship and what it really was instead of what you thought it was and trying to protect their image in your head and just like rationalizing things, just taking every moment for what it really was and being like, okay, maybe this isn't all that I thought it was. And like, I was in a bad situation. 
I gave a lot of time and energy to that. Um, but now that I've separated myself and I can realize that, I know that I have the strength to stay away and, you know, be alone for a while or like find someone that actually respects my boundaries and respects me as a person rather than doing this toxic stuff. Cause it's not toxic. toxic. I was just about to say toxic, toxic isn't cute. It's a trend. I was now. just about to say, see, okay. First, all right, let's just take it there real quick. Social media makes this 20 million times harder because one, yeah, the whole toxic trend, I don't even understand that. Why do you, why are we making that look cute? Why are we making literally destruction on your mental health and your self-esteem, et cetera, look cute? cute. It's not cute it's not and cute. nobody wants that and whatever. Second of all, social media makes it so hard to move on and actually let go. Like, I think that the fact that you can, one, create an account in literally two seconds to look, to stalk somebody they never will know probably is crazy. And if you don't, truly, when you break up with a person, if you don't block them or remove them from your stuff, like, you you are still going to go look, be real with yourself, like... Like, and that's why I, I was telling Layla earlier, I think I'm blessed, like, in my last relationship that he took me off everything or else, I mean, I don't know what I would have done, but obviously I wouldn't have been able to move on like I did. And I think that when it comes to letting go of these situations, like, you really have to come to the point where it's like you're done completely. Like, completely. you really have to be done or else your your spirit and your soul has to really has be, done to be done with and that person one thing about a toxic person though is they are always going to come back and i feel like it's really hard to walk away cuz self-awareness yeah you it's hard to walk away for different reasons everyone has their own reasons why it's hard to walk away of course like you probably have feelings for this person too but these people trust me are always going to be there they're always going to try to hit you up whether it's five or ten years from now. Even if they don't, they're going to come back at least once. They're going to come back. That's what toxic people do. It's a cycle. They're addicted to the cycle. It gives you an emotional high. And that's why people stay in toxic relationships. But especially the main toxic perpetrator. They will be back. (laughs) Perpetrator. Like, I cut off communication. Next thing you know, 20 texts on my phone, 20 calls. Like, nonstop. They're not going anywhere, babe. So just take this time for yourself. And one thing I had to realize was, like, I was feeling down because I'm like, I put all this time and energy into this person, really helped them, and, like, got them out of a bad place. And I was like, what if I invested all of this energy into myself? I'd probably be a millionaire right now. But I had to, like, fall back. And when I took that time to realize I had to walk away, I also had to realize for myself, I can't blame myself for doing that. At the moment, that's what I thought was the best thing to do. I was a good person for it. Hopefully I get good karma, but now I'm investing all that time and energy into me currently since I did walk away and (laughs) I feel much better. And trust me, that is the best feeling better than any toxic relationship. She had, she needed to get this out. (laughs) Better than like being with anyone is walking away and having the power in yourself. That will be the best feeling like. If you're considering walking away, I'm all for it because it I feels think, good. I, like once you get yourself together and invest that energy into yourself, ooh, it feels so good. 
yeah, I'm happy for you. You needed to get that all right there. <laughs> but oh. I feel like a huge thing, like my 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 mental shifted one time. Like my therapist told me, like, don't you realize, like, really you hold the power, like you're really controlling the situation. And I was like, you're right. Like, <laughs> I like you have to get to that point where you like, well, where you have the not so much the confidence, but you truly know your self worth. Like. That's everything. Say, like, like, if you really know your self worth, you're really not gonna put up with certain things. Exactly. Like, you're not gonna do it. And it's hard because I know a lot of people, especially like myself, I think just have like a a magnet for like a healing energy. Mm-hmm. And I think that's sometimes you know, exactly. there's people out there who attract those who need someone who are broken. Yeah, well, they just attract the broken people because they have the fixing energy and it's not even something that they're trying to do. It's just the universe does that. And I feel like that happens to me, but you know what? Sometimes you just have to be that for that person. You know, you just have to be that person. You know, you may inspire them. You may help them. You may be an impact on their life, but sometimes that is all it is meant to be. It is just meant to be an experience with that person. Well, really everything is an experience. We're an experience for each other. You're experiencing different people every single day. How deep you take that experience is different. But I think that you need, well, we all need to get to that level of accepting, you know, maybe I'm just supposed to be here for now. Mm -hmm. Maybe, you know, this just needs to end right now. And if it's meant to be, it'll come back. But sometimes we need to have the power to just be like, you know what? This, it's not right now. The timing isn't right. My, I'm not together myself. And I Mm -hmm. think a lot of people, you know, you have to go through life. You have to experience different things and learn from it. But if you notice there's something that you need fixing in yourself, I think with one person, I think you need to try to fix that before you go on to to another person. Yeah. And And that's been me for the last year, I think. (laughs) We're gonna get into that too, but I feel like um, also, as far as what she was saying about like this being an experience, um, sometimes we put so much pressure on one person to be everything that we can imagine in a partner. Mm, Yeah, let's talk about that. That (laughs) we can't put pressure on. Can't have expectations. Go into a relationship looking at someone thinking, oh, you know, well, he could be this, he could be that. Like, I could see the vision. Stop seeing the vision. See them for what they are. You see it for what it is right that, now. You're going to be like, my therapist what always am I doing? tells know? me, like, you, what all you know is what you have at face value exactly. right now because assumptions aren't really the truth. Your thoughts aren't really facts. I mean, they're not. You don't really know what's going on. And I think, yeah. Um, we do put a lot of pressure on our partners. I think that was, I wanted to talk about that. Like, I think a lot of times we expect too much out of someone and then we get our, we get sad. We get our feelings hurt when they don't live up to that expectation, but they don't know what your expectation is. And that comes with setting boundaries. And I think communicating, like, just let the person know, like, it's hard. Like, it's really something to work on, but it's worth it in the end if you can just straight openly say like I expect this or I like this out of my partners, et cetera, et cetera, because it'll save you so much time in the long run. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, 
I kind of wanted to touch on celibacy a little bit and my personal journey with it and how I feel it's beneficial and how I feel it's helped me. Um, just because I feel like this is also a good way if you're looking to not attract toxic energy, if you don't want to be in a toxic relationship, celibacy could be the route for you. Um, I think I celibacy think is like fasting. It's I feel like it's, it's just a spiritual self spiritual practice journey. because it really forces you if you're unable to already to take everyone at face value because there's no other ulterior ulterior motive involved. Like um, you yeah. really just have to get to know people, especially people at this age, and really understand like <laughs> is this someone I want to be around or is it not? Because I'm not thinking about anything else. And yeah. on top of that, sex releases. The love endor or the love hormone, which is oxytocin, and it also releases endorphins. So these are the same um, hormones that are released in our brain when we feel love. And for me, as I was saying, I wasn't really taught how to express my emotions that well growing up. I feel like so. I feel like for people that aren't very effective at communicating their emotions, it could be easy to get these two things confused and mixed up when it's releasing the same hormones. So. Um, this is a really good practice to make sure that you separate those two things and understand the difference and also just attract good energy. And I feel like this is a random thing, but for me, I feel like it made it way easier for me to communicate with men because like, this is a random thing. It, it doesn't make sense, but you know, when a guy walks up to you and is trying to talk to you and you know, you don't want to talk to them. Mm -hmm. I used to just like go along with it a little bit and then try to get away. But now it's just but like, I don't need like, to entertain you. Like, I don't care about none of y'all or none of this. So I'm out of here. Like, and it, it's so mm -hmm. much better. Just feel so much better. I feel better. Um, Amen. Yeah. And I definitely highly recommend it. I think, like I said, it's literally like fasting. I think, like, I don't know. Everybody know, like, I just think that that's something, that's a huge motive behind a lot of interaction. I feel like, especially with men, with women, like, the, the ulterior motive is always something. Even if it's not sex in particular, it's always something. And I think that once you take that motive away, it's like, you really weed out a lot of options yeah. and you really pay attention to who you're talking to, who you're approaching, who you let approach you. And just off a guy's reaction, when you tell them that it tells you a lot about them. And it's like, if a guy's going to react negatively to that, that's not even something that somebody that. I would and are they going to respect that? Like we yes, were saying, are you gonna respect that boundary because that's a boundary. Like that's a very clear boundary that you can set early. And that's why I like it too. Like it's a clear cut boundary. Like don't try that. <laughs> like respectfully. Yeah. And that's smart. That's I think that it's a power move. It is. And I think a lot of time in relationships we let the men have the power, and society has made it so that women aren't allowed to take say how we feel and yeah. you know but whatever. But respectfully, like respectfully, women, you don't being celibate is a power, power move. Hold. Yes, you we hold. So so much power we are the creators of life let's start there and you mean to tell me that we don't have we birth all y'all <laughs> we could stop this we could shut it down right now everybody stop but really babies. though and i just think that uh people just need to show the respect men just need to be respectful of that and realize that like you see that there's a study there was a study coming out that more women are like not dating men and going into celibacy because 
like men are not able to communicate and withhold all the things that a woman wants in a relationship. And I find that very, I don't think it's sad. I think it's amazing for women. (laughs) Keep on doing what you're doing. I want more girls to join the team. I'm recruiting. (laughs) No, respect. Respect. I just think that's sad because we can't even... A huge thing in humanity and with humans is partnership. Be real. Like, that is almost essential to the human life. But now we can't even do that? We don't even know how to function with another person because our ego is taking over you that much. Like, you can't just attract healthy. But you know what? This is what I really want to say about this topic. (laughs) This is what I'm going to go into. Being in a toxic relationship is attracting someone who is on a toxic frequency. So I think that in order to avoid this, the best way possible is to just work on yourself and work on your energy. Because you know what? Respectfully, if you're attracting these type of people, it is you. It is your energy. It is something that your spirit is lacking. Like, Mm -hmm. are you lacking confidence? So you're seeking validation in somebody who's going to give it to you, maybe not in a healthy way but it appears healthy first. Or do you have a lower self-esteem? So being with someone boosts that, but that's a toxic situation because now you're codependent on them to feel better about yourself. And I think that once we all find the self-worth, we find the self-love in ourselves and accept ourselves, that is going to attract people who are on the same vibe. And I think that once Mm -hmm. I started to really work on myself and really my conscious started to elevate. I think that I really do now attract people who are like that. And that's a blessing to see happen because it's reassurance that, you know, working on myself pays off. And mm-hmm. I feel like I've been single for a really long time, but I've truly been working on myself so that I don't, I'm not perfect, but I can be better in my next situation whenever that may come. But mm-hmm. I just think that, yeah, like I'm saying, just working on yourself is the best way to release the toxic yes. and avoid the toxic. And I have, it's kind of like a question, but also just like a statement. But sometimes I feel like people aren't ready for relationships and they're in these toxic relationships because they're not ready themselves and they didn't work and take that time to work on themselves. So they know they still have something's wrong with them, end up in a toxic relationship. And since they're in this relationship, they never have time to work on themselves. And I feel like it just continues the cycle because you feel like you don't deserve to have someone that gives you everything in a loving relationship. So you're okay with this toxic person because you're not actually ready for a relationship and you don't actually have yourself together. And if you feel that way, like the best, you do not need to be in that toxic relationship. In a relationship, period. Everyone deserves all nurturing love and like everything that a person could possibly do to nurture you but understanding what you deserve but you need to also build yourself up and take the time so that you could be that person that could also love someone and isn't stuck in their own problems because how can you expect someone to love you when you're not even able to take care of yourself and really be present and love them in the moment i remember like yeah, I remember one time, like, in my last relationship, like, he straight up told me one time, like, I, I remember I was encouraging him to journal because that is, like, my thing. And I was like, maybe you should journal to, like, Putting help them on, <laughs> to, you know, <laughs> per usual. 
but to help you like you know if you can't communicate to me how you feel maybe you know and I remember one time he straight up told me like you know I wrote like I don't like who I am right now like I don't really love myself like straight up said it and I was just like at that time I was still convinced that I could like fix him and change him so I was like but I remember I straight up said like well maybe you shouldn't be in a relationship I straight up said like well maybe you know and Yet we stayed in it for another six months. And it's just like that. It should have been in that moment right there where we were like, yeah, okay. But it's boundaries. And it's just you, you can't fix nobody. fix or change anybody. People got to want it They don't want to change themselves. And the only thing that you trying to change them is going to make them lie to you because they feel like you want them to be a different person. So they'll create any reality that you want, especially a narcissist. And I've think i've talked to a narcissist <laughs> um and they will I've sell seen you a narcissist I've, I've dealt with the narcissist i'm pretty sure and they will sell you any dream any reality you want and that's why sometimes you can't even take stuff at face value you really got to look at people's actions and their laptops bye i'm just playing. it's ri- <laughs> <laughs> but like as cliche as it may sound like i hate to be this person but the red flags are there and everybody Every sees them. Y'all know that y'all know what they are. And it just takes that level of maturity to be able to walk away when you see it the first time. The first because time. you know what? My thing at this point, I'm just like, I see that. And it's so over. I'm gonna be done with it because it's gonna come back. It always comes back. The red flags always resurface and are always the reason for the downfall. And I feel like exactly. that's always God's way of telling me, like, you should you should have listened. You you should have been quicker than that. And you should have saved yourself when you first seen it because the the signs are always there. People always tell on themselves if you just observe right, I think. And like if you get to know you can tell a lot about a person hanging out with them a few times, I think, and mm-hmm. you know if the vibe's right and you know what it is at mm-hmm. face value and you gotta accept it right then and there and not create some narrative in your mind that it's gonna be something else gotta release the expectations because the minute we expect something from someone is the minute that you know we're we're trying to convince ourselves that there's someone they're not yeah and i feel like this is i feel like younger generations i don't know what it is but we have sneaky link sneaky link culture and stuff like that and i feel like people are so quick to jump into these toxic situations like missing all the red flags like okay whatever because it's just a sneaky link but why are we not quick to jump into the situation where the guy actually wants to take you on a date and open the car door for you why don't why are we not okay with experience experiencing a good experience with a partner man but but why did yeah experience a toxic experience like why are we okay with the guy taking us on a date and actually doing For everything real. right. But that is such a thing with our generation. Guy. Yeah, like, like I don't wanting the bad. Like we if the good is too good. Like the good is great. Like <laughs> we should we are able to experience the good too. Like even if it's because you deserve for it. A short period we, of time. You deserve that. At least owe that to yourself. Like I'm going to let a nice guy take me out rather than being okay with going with all these crappy ones. Sometimes we have to stop caring about what people are going to say and we got to yeah. do what we think is happy what we 
If we know that person has a good heart and a good spirit, that's all that matters. Exactly. It and everybody matter. is a person at the end of the day, even yeah, men. But <laughs> everybody is like, flawed. If and he's you know, a good guy, he's even like, I just think, yeah, I think you know somebody's heart. You know mm-hmm. how they are. And I just, I feel like, like, yes, these men need to act right and they need to get it together respectfully. But like, at the same time, so do we. So do we. Shoot. And also, how are they raised? Like, seriously, I cannot stress this enough. Like, you don't know a lot of people's home situations or family situations when you first meet them. And that behavior is going to surface at some point between y'all's situations. And I feel like it's important to know and it's important to recognize. But yeah, like the guy may be acting a fool, but you don't know how he was raised. You don't know what he's been through. And I'm not giving them excuses, but it's just like... But their life is just as complex as yours. Yeah, like, we're all going through it in our own way, and how that manifests comes out a lot in how we treat other people, and especially when we're dealing with emotions that, like I said earlier, are really have can take over somebody. <clears throat> yeah, and that's the thing about toxic relationships, too. The, emotion, the emotions are so high when you're in this cycle. And it could yeah. get easily confused for love because you've never felt emotions that strong before. But I don't think that love should take you on this emotional roller coaster. I think even if you've seen that, like in your e- home life, that's what, that's up, what like, you're used to, like that's the trauma bond where you're yeah. a trauma bond is basically you become fond of your abuser, whether it's emotional abuse, physical abuse. But you start to grow sympathy for them. And I feel like in a lot of real toxic relationships, that's all that it is. Because you love this person and you understand where they came from and you understand why he does that. But I'm done understanding because you're still doing the same thing. You got to change at some point. Like you can't keep making excuses for people, especially when they're, you know, older. Should yeah. have a better understanding of things like this. Yeah. If you're not learning from your relationships, situationships, and something's not right. Or you need to fix your self-awareness. Then that's a fail. No, I'm just playing. It's not a fail, but you cannot count something as a failure if you actually take the lesson. But how are you taking the lesson if you're still there? I think that my the way I was able to like get over my ex so... I don't want to say this, but efficiently. (laughs) Quickly. With the quickness. It's just because I looked at it as a lesson. Like... I really, like, told myself, stop being sad and just look at it as, like, dang, I was able to experience this person. I was able to learn this about other people and about myself. Like, the amount of stuff I learned about myself, like, I really became a better person post-relationship because I learned so much in it. And I think that um i seen some but uh, someone say like a healthy relationship is when you know like you're growing with the person mm-hmm. and not so much looking as looking back on things as what if or it mm-hmm. could have been or i felt better before this person type it's mm-hmm. in the moment and actually being like you know we're helping each other be better people and exactly i feel like even in friendships, like mm-hmm. we help each other, we encourage each other, and that's how it should be in relationships. Yeah. We should be each other's friend at the end of the day. Uh huh. And everyone says solid foundation. Relationships are all about um, 
Compromise. That's what I was going to say. Relationships oh, are all facts. about compromise. I Are you open to compromising? I disagree in a way. I feel like relationships are all about compromising so that that person is still able to be their best person. And I'm still able to be my best person, but we're still in a relationship. So maybe a compromise is we live apart so we can both do our dream jobs. But I'm not going to compromise myself in any way in a relationship. And your partner shouldn't want you to compromise yourself or what you want if they really love you. Don't compromise yourself. But I think compromise is important because you do have to be able to swallow your pride with somebody and... You know, maybe you don't want to do this and I don't want to do this, but we can do this. I think that's really important. But it's communication. It's mm-hmm. being able to actually be like telling the person, you know, maybe I don't want to do that. Or, you know, I just think communication is everything. And I see what you're saying with compromise for sure. But I definitely think don't compromise yourself for nobody. Don't lower yourself for nobody. Don't change yourself for nobody. And I think that's something people find themselves doing is especially with social media is like oh they like this type of person on the internet so I'm gonna try to be like them but you know what like being yourself is what's gonna attract somebody who actually is for you yeah and that's where I feel for guys Stop chasing after someone who isn't for you that's one thing that I feel for guys though like I understand I understand how that can be scary because I don't really guys probably do do this too but I feel like it's more of a girl thing where they're like stalking a guy before they meet him and like know who's gonna be who that is weird and they're like (laughs) trying to build a character to get these men i feel bad for you men for that part because if a guy (laughs) did that to me i'd be like a guy was over here pretending to be my type and you find that out like that's really scary and And it's real it happens in la all the time so like be you bro it is never that deep. Why do you even want to be with somebody that wouldn't want to be with you for who you actually are and you're pretending? It makes no sense. Are you an actress? Yeah. I'm man, convinced they're, they're practicing. practicing. But yeah, and just to also um, hint on like letting go, I think that it's always okay to like ask for advice and ask for help. Mm-hmm. I think that people like, you know, like being in a toxic situation is like really difficult. And like you were saying earlier, the way it affects your life, people don't really know. Like you could be experiencing anxiety about somebody for the whole day, all day long, and nobody knows. Mm-hmm. And you're just carrying that weight or you're in the back of your head constantly wondering what they're doing mm-hmm. or whatever the case may be. Or you're trying to hide that they that they did something to you or they yeah. made you feel this way. You don't want to tell your friends because you're so ashamed, but like. At the end of the day, sometimes we do need to reach out and like, you know, we need our friends sometimes yeah. because it's okay like to walk away and it's okay to be vulnerable. Yeah, because like you were saying how you were able to move on efficiently, but I want to say too, like- But I had a lot of help. And it's completely <laughs> normal to be extremely like sad. It's going to be another healing process when you let go because- this is, regardless of how toxic it was, of course, it's someone that you care about. You wouldn't be there for so long if you didn't care about them in some form. So it's a whole nother healing process. You're like removing someone from your life that you care about a lot. But in the end, it's going to help you. It's okay to be sad. That's where humans like, of course, we're going to be sad. It's okay to shed a tear. But like in the end, we will get over it. We will heal. 
everything takes time. And like I said, once that time is up and you really do heal, it feels so much better than anything you could possibly receive from a relationship because you're Seriously. in love with yourself. <laughs> Seriously, I think like the most fulfilling feeling was, or to this day is just honestly seeing how I grew afterwards. Like I said earlier, like who I was post-relationship was way better than in, but that was just because my situation I think was, well, kind of a toxic situation. Like that's just how it was. And once I got out of that, I was, you know, like I said, it's that power move. Like sometimes we need that like reinforcement in ourselves. Like, you know what? I am capable of walking away. I am capable of setting that boundary and holding that power within yourself and knowing that you have the power to be in control of your own life. That is where the fulfillment comes and that's where the growth comes for real, I think. So like, I feel like it almost makes moments more beautiful after because you'll be like having fun and it just makes you so happy. Like last night I was so happy with my friends because I'm like, I'm not thinking about anything. I'm just having fun. I'm just here. And to be able and to see, do that yeah. after being in a toxic relationship and constantly thinking about a person, it just it's makes such a weight. Lift it off your it's chest. Like, this feels way You should better. never be stressing that much about where somebody is and... All that it should it should feel natural. Mm-hmm. A a relationship or being with someone should feel natural. If and you're stressed, even your body, like you said is, earlier, like intuition. Like if someone really makes you feel all the way comfortable and like you could trust them, you would not have this anxiety when you're separated from them. You would not have this anxiety mm-hmm. when you're with them. If you feel that way, there's a reason for I it. I really want to stress. Body. Like, yeah, I was just about to say that. I really just. Like, seriously, when it's stressed, like, how you feel around somebody, your body tells you. And my therapist told me that a long time ago, and it actually, like, blew my mind in the moment when she told me. Just because I really started to realize, like, I really do feel so much more comfortable around certain people. And then other people, like, even when you're making the plan to hang out with them, you start to get anxious. Mm -hmm. You start to, oh, my gosh, and wait for it. But it's just like, yo, that should feel really natural. It should feel like... I'm going to hang out with Layla. Like, yeah. I and I've experienced people who I feel that way. I I feel it, felt it with both. Yeah, and I feel like y'all know you may not. It may not be registering in your head, but that it's not so much butterflies. <laughs> no, it's, no, I'm it's anxiety. I was just gonna say that. I was gonna be like, I used to think I was getting butterflies in my stomach. It's for not. Man. It was social anxiety because <laughs> he was so horrible. That's what I yeah. Pay attention to the signs, y'all. It's not it's not it's butterflies. Not, well, Maybe yeah. it is butterflies. I used to think getting good, nervous like, was cute. Like, oh, I'm nervous to see them. But, but honestly, like, why am I nervous? And I've, I've known you for three years. Like, I've been with you for a year point, and I'm nervous. At this point, I'm sick around. Dang, so I look back on that like, wow. But you know, you learn a lesson. It. We can't take L's. We take lessons. We should make a shirt with that. No L's, just lessons, y'all. Wear- no. <laughs> I'd wear it. I'd wear it for you. But um yeah, I feel like I said all, all everything I had to say on this topic. I did too. I feel like we ate that up. So this is you know, like we said earlier, this is what we like this is us right now and the wisdom it's we've gathered change in like up into our lives. In like two years. Everyone's been in different situations, but you know, it's okay. Like I know that everyone is gonna get through it. Everyone has to experience that one toxic relationship and those situationships to under go through to it. learn how you are with the person so that you know what to do next time and learn how you want to be loved i feel like 
that's a huge thing too and the reason why it's so important to love yourself because no one's gonna know what makes you feel good and how to love you and just if you don't say it you have to know how to love yourself so you can tell someone how to love you teach someone what you like and your different love languages they aren't gonna know if you don't communicate if you don't even know how to love yourself how can you teach someone to love you how like how can you do all of that and that's why i just want to end on this note like it's really important to just love yourself you are enough you don't deserve to be in a toxic relationship no matter where you are in your path you deserve to focus on yourself you deserve to grow and eventually you will find that person it's not something that you should rush or anticipate it will come to you especially when you start working on yourself and just know that you were fine before that person and, and you're going to be fine without day. them. If it if it's not working, it's not working. It's not meant to be. And don't force it. Do not force Don't force anything. a situation if it's not there. Because in the long run, you're going to look back and be happier that you left it and mm-hmm. did that for yourself. And saved yourself that energy. <laughs> and you can put it in yourself and attract somebody who's now on that wavelength. Yes. And you might be missing out. What is my you might be missing out. You, you forces you are missing and your out. Your soulmate's over there waiting for you. The so minute you release is the minute something better has the opportunity to flow. I know that's right. If you're stuck <laughs> in a cycle, what's able to come in? Nothing. So, but yes, we're gonna drop resources for you guys for people who may be struggling with abusive relationships um, and domestic violence. So, don't be afraid to reach out and. Don't forget to like and comment maybe something that you guys want to share about maybe not your past relationship, but a lesson you've learned from a past relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, Follow our social media and stay tuned for our next episode.